and welcome to Leo Roundtable at leoroundtable.com. My name is Chip the Block, and I'm your host. We're a group of law enforcement professionals that talk about law enforcement issues in the news, but we do it from a law enforcement perspective. And let me go ahead and introduce the crew to you guys, if you don't mind waiting for the video portion of our show. Um, we have, uh, gosh, we're going to start off with uh, two lieutenants this evening. So we've got Lieutenant Randy Sutton all the way from Las Vegas, and we've got Lieutenant Bob Kroll all the way from uh, uh, Minneapolis. Uh, we've also got a Corporal David D'Agresta. We've got Officer Andrew Casal, special guest this evening, James Cavill, and uh, he is with MyMedicare.Live, which you heard about on the show. And we've also got producer Will Stasser, so thanks, guys, for being on the show. Also, a shout-out to our sponsors. We have Galls, and, man, they've got a huge sale going on for this Labor Day weekend. Um, Guardian Alliance Technologies, GunLearn.com, MyMedicare.Live, TAC-Tote.com, and we are fueled by Bang Energy. So thanks to all those entities for helping make this show happen. We're on Police One. Detroit Police Department is losing an officer nearly every day. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm sure this surprises uh, Corporal David, uh, but since the beginning of 2022, um, we've got Detroit Police. They've lost 223 sworn officers, averaging to about 28 officers a month. With four months in the year remaining, that number is already more than doubled from those who left the department back in 2021. Uh, but the officers are not leaving the profession altogether. Instead, listen to this, they're joining departments outside Detroit for better pay, benefits, and safer working conditions, according uh, to the Detroit News. So ima imagine that. Um, so uh, we don't have to have comments on that, but if there's no comments, we'll move on to the next one here. And let's see, I've got a video. It's on Rumble. This is Butters the Channel. 20-year-old man dies after being shot by an officer serving a warrant. Stop resisting. 
He's pulling away. Yeah. And we talked about um, serving warrants and doing evictions and stuff. This is in Columbus. So Columbus cop shot and killed a 20-year-old man inside a Hilltop apartment early on Tuesday morning while attempting to serve a warrant. And the shooting happened at an apartment complex just before 2.30 in the morning. Officers knock on the door for about eight to 10 minutes, actually, before anybody answers. Two men inside were taken into custody. Then the officers, what do they do? They send the canine unit in to assist in the search of the apartment. So the canine does his job good, leads officers to a bedroom in the back of the apartment. And so now we got body cam footage. It shows the officer who's the handler for the canine. This guy, this guy looks like he's in his sixties to me easily. He opens the bedroom door and immediately fires one shot, striking the guy that's on the bed um, who had something in his hand, but it wasn't, I think it was uh, what a vape pen or something, but not a gun. So the man uh, shot by the officers identified as 20 year old Donovan Lewis. He's uh, wanted on a felony warrant for domestic violence and assault and improperly handling a firearm. Lewis is taken to um, the hospital in critical condition. He's pronounced dead. Uh, the officer who shot Lewis is identified as Ricky Anderson. He's a 30-year veteran of the police department. Um, he must have started his career when he was in his 40s. Uh, officers at the scene said that the bedroom door was open. Uh, when it was open, they saw Lewis raise his arms holding on to something. No gun was recovered, but a vape pen was found. Um, let's take a commercial break, and then we'll come back and talk about this. So, yes, it's that time again, the Columbia Community Harvest Program. Now, during the month of September, every year, the Columbia Restaurant Group, they hold this community harvest. And uh, look, um, you can go to the Columbia. I, I just went on Saturday evening to the Columbia Cafe in Tampa, but it's right on the Riverwalk. I'm overlooking Harbor Island. It's outside. It's uh, They got live music. It's just great. Um, and when you go to the Columbia restaurant or any of the restaurant chains, um, and they've got them in St. Augustine, they've got them in Sarasota, they've really got them all over the place. But in Florida, um, in the month of September, they're going to give you a card and you can pick a charity on the card now i'm with the tampa police memorial committee and so i would like to ask you guys to choose that and they'll donate a a, a decent portion of the check up to five percent of the diners check to that charity uh, for the month so it's really a great opportunity to have some great food and to have the columbia restaurant donate a portion of the check to a great cause so please check that out welcome back to the Leo roundtable show guys any comments on that uh, on that last video we don't have any good canine bites or anything, but it was a, uh, what do you think, Lieutenant Kroll? I was uh, just kind of surprised to see the, the canine handler opening the doors in front and things like that. I mean, I get it. He's got enough to do with the dog. He should, he's got a gun in one hand. He's got his dog. He's controlling the other. Why don't you have one of the other officers up there um, opening the doors for him and sending the canine in? He sends that dog in. They warned. They gave him many, many warnings. They're going to let him go. Um, maybe the outcome isn't the same way. You have somebody pop that door open and the dog goes in there and deals with the guy rather than the, the handler who opens the door or grabs his gun and shoots, you know, and uh, they don't recover the gun out of here. Could be bad. I, I mean, uh, thanks, Lieutenant. Um, David, I, I was, um, I, I just saw Randy's mic open too, but, you know, guys, I was, uh, I was, impressed that the handler didn't send the the uh, the dog in it, since the guy we thought the guy had a knife or, uh, or or a gun it ended up being a bait pen you know but you know we've seen so many videos where the handler sends the dog in dog gets stabbed or shot um instead of them you know using lethal force in a lethal force situation but uh, but go ahead guys you know and and bob took at least half my thunder on that i mean <laughs> absolutely absolutely on point with that with that statement um and this is my my huge complaint with 
too many of the canine handlers that we see, you're, you get so involved in, in, in handling the dog, which is what you're supposed to be doing, you shouldn't be doing anything else. He sent him in, the dog alerted, told his handler where the bad guy was. He's in this next room. Okay, fine. We back up. It's a closed door. You get the dog out of the way. You let the other guys come up. They set up on the door. They do the same type of entry that you would in any other circumstance. But you don't need the dog in the way in that circumstance. You pop the door open. You don't see the guy. Okay, do you send the dog into that room to check that room? Fine. But the way it peeled apart like that, it, it, was, it was wrong. Um, and, it, and I'm sure Brett would identify that single shot as that, oh, crap type of a thing where all of a sudden he's confronted with this guy that's got something in his hand and he squeezes that he his grip squeezes down on the gun because his other hand is squeezing down on the dog's lead and it goes off um that was uh not a good not a good procedural use let's leave it at that and if he's depending on the on the uh his jurisdiction He's probably looking at a, at a really tough uphill climb on that shoot. Lieutenant Randy. Write the check. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you may be right on that. All right. Uh, Andrea, why don't you close this out on this? I, I think I agree with Dave. I think it was an oh crap. I, I kept rewatching it. And I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> what just happened? Because I'm sitting there like some something went wrong here. Granted, I mean, I understand there's a lot going on, but I do feel like he kind of just it was one of those simultaneously. Let me grab a hold of the dog. And oops, um, you know, now we, we've got something to take care of right here. I think I, he might have been just as surprised as I was. I kept rewatching it. And I'm like, it was just one shot. It was it was one of those where let's take a step back you know, control the situation, figure out, they just need to slow that situation down. Either let the dog go in and they back out or you go ahead and you take, you pull the dog out and then you take control of the situation. It was, it was one of those, oh crap moments. Thanks, Andrea. And, and, and Jim Cabell, apparently you save Brett and Mary Lou so much money on Medicare that he can afford internet on the cruise ship because he's typing messages right now. If you look over on the right side of the screen on YouTube, he's saying, Hey, see you, see you guys soon. So he's, He's, he's watching the show and conversing with us during a live show. Thanks to Jim Cabell. So, uh, wow. Thanks. Thank you, Jim. All right. Uh, moving along here. Let's see our next one here. Uh, we've got another video, and I got a little, uh, little over five minutes. We're back on Rumble. This is Butter. Man drags police officer. Yes, we have another one. During a traffic stop, and he says, I'm scared of cops. So we're in Port St. Lucie. Um, so that police department, uh, the officer suffered minor injuries when he pulled over a man accused of having drugs. So this thing starts on Saturday before 830 in the morning at a Valero gas station. Body cam records a Port St. Lucie police officer asking Dylan Morgan, who's 19 years old, if he has any weapons on him. And the guy, of course, says no before the officer tells him to step out of the car kind of goes back and forth. Do you have a medical marijuana card? And then, you know, uh, why does your car smell like marijuana? And so Morgan eventually hands over a crossbody bag allegedly containing marijuana to the cop. So the officer opens the uh, door telling Morgan to step out of the car again. 
And Morgan, our bad guy, starts the car, drives off, and the officer decides to hold on. So police said that he drove 15 feet with the officer hanging on. Officer said he sustained injuries to his left foot and hip, which required medical attention. Port St. Lucie police said that they later arrested Morgan when he returned to the scene. Morgan's charged with possession of marijuana, under 20 grams, which tells me that it's going to be a misdemeanor, resisting uh, with violence, which is going to be a felony, uh, and aggravated battery, which is another felony in Florida. So uh, he, he could have uh, actually less than 20 grams. That may not even be a misdemeanor. Uh, well, in Port St. Lucie, it, it probably is not in Tampa. But uh, police also cited him for illegal tent on his front windshield, tenant taillights, altered exhaust. Man, they went the to town on this guy. Hey, it, it, the sergeant always said, give them give them credit for what they do. So give all of it, just load it up. Um, the, the title to the article is a little mis, a little uh, deceiving. Uh, the, the cop, the way the cop was dragged, he was, he was uh, concrete skiing next to the car. He had his feet planted on the ground. I think he had a hold of the guy or this, or the open doorway and was literally skiing next to the car for a few feet before he let go. He never fell down. He stood, he was, remained on his feet. If he had injuries, it was the bottom of his feet were burning from the from the friction of his boots. But at least he didn't go in the car after the guy. I'm glad I was glad of that. But uh, the guy knew the gig was up. They had his ID. They had his dope. He handed him all that stuff out of the car. He knew he had to come back. So nice job on him for for coming back to the scene and just saying, oh, "All right, you got me." <laughs> I'm surprised though it wasn't uh, possession with intent to deliver because he was. I'm, I'm sure that's what was going on. He was doing a dope deal with the girl in the other car that they kept at the scene, but who knows? Yeah. Automatic felony again. Yeah. Good point. All right, guys. Um, I've, uh, we don't have much time, uh, but I'm going to do this update here. Lawofficer.com 10 dead in a stabbing rampage in Canada. So, um, I'm covering this for a reason, at least 10 people dead, 15 injured, st uh, stabbing rampage in Canada. Police are actively searching for two suspects in the attack. The Royal Canadian Mounted Police said the attacks occurred in at least 10 locations. So 10 different locations. It's so my point is, is that even in countries without guns, criminals are going to find weapons. And now you've got citizens that can't protect themselves because, you know, they can't carry guns. And, and so there's always going to be no matter no matter what the rules and the laws are, our bad guys are always going to be able to get a hold of weapons. So if there's no comments on that, let me uh, pick out our probably our last story. And um, let me go with a uh, this video here. And uh, we're going to be on Rumble. This is better. Attorney General says the Fargo officer's actions are justified and reasonable in a deadly July shooting. Yeah, clear traffic. Hey, let me see your hands. Put your hands up. Put your hands up. I'm not going to tell you again. Put your hands in the air. Put your hands in the air! All the way up! Do not turn Come the out. fucking door off! Open the door! Take the keys out turn of the door! Shots fired, shots fired, send me a mess. 
23 Centrals. We got one mil in the vehicle still. Me see your out! So North Dakota, and this is the attorney general saying that officers conducted themselves professionally, bravely, and within the construct of the law. Uh, and it says that 28-year-old Shane Netherville was shot on July the 8th after officers are called. There's three guys that appear to be dead inside of a van in a garage. However, when the officers get there, they find three people who are not dead. They're alive. And this van was reported stolen and it had a gunshot in the windshield. So... The uh, video evidence from the squad car, police body cams, all this kind of stuff is there. So when they interviewed, the investigators um, said that the two passengers in the van said that they heard police commands and they're trying to convince the guy driving to comply. Um, in a nutshell, he starts the car and turns it off repeatedly, finally steps on the gas. Officers said that he drove at them and they fired just a single shot. And I think that they kind of sit there, watch the guy leave, thinking he got away, and but he just goes across the street and they they shot him in the chest. And I can't remember whether he whether he lived or died. I already um, shut the article off. We got less than a minute to talk about this, but um, we've got a look. It's a it's a moving vehicle shoot, um, questionable, I think at, at, at best. And but the yeah. cops were, were were vindicated in this. Maybe you should take it and run. What do you think, Corporal David? Uh, like I said, it, it's all, it all comes down to jurisdiction these days. Um, stolen vehicle, bullet, bullet uh, hole in the windshield. I mean, it, it's got stinky all over it. You got to do something with it. Again, I would like to have seen them try to block the thing in the garage, but, and they weren't, they weren't in any danger. I don't think of getting run over. They were moving, they were out of the way. So, Hey, God bless. Was it North Dakota? God bless them. Yeah, I'm, I'm expecting uh, uh, Captain Brett Bartlett to chime in from from his uh, cruise ship, you know, and uh, to say, hey, single shot. Remember what I say about single shots, you know, never pretty. James Cabell, appreciate having you on. Oh, we see a, a, a late arriver, Michael MBS from Colorado, just made a donation. So thank you, Mike, for the support. Um, a shout out to Gulls, 20% off site-wide during this Labor Day weekend. Uh, Guardian Alliance Technologies, gunlearn.com, mymedicare.live. Thanks to Jim Cavill, tac-tote.com, and we are fueled by Bang Energy. Hope everybody has a wonderful and a safe week.